Hello. Welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewzium.com and sponsored by our friends at Positive Medium. I'm Anne. And I'm Ashley. Hello. Welcome to episode 48. That's a pretty nice number. <laughs> yeah, four times two is eight. Yep. I like it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's also like divisible by a lot of things. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Good. Good one. I think for this number, we've got a good guest for that pretty number. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just to have a guest again is such a thrill. We haven't had a full episode guest since yes. uh, Kim Green at the end of tw- uh, last year. So this is really exciting, you guys. Let's get into the episode first. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Let's give you guys a little bit of a primer before we get into the really exciting part. So just, <laughs> just keep your heartbeat down a little bit. Okay. So when did you pull for the Druism of the week? You know, those cool little isms that we do. Oh, well, thank you to the Drew Barrymore show Instagram account. They hooked us up with some content <laughs> this week. Um, just to put it in context, this is Drew doing another one of those cool, like in between filming, talking to the audience segments. I love that they've been sharing these. They're always so fun and cute. <laughs> yeah, they really are cute. Yeah, this is Drew asking the audience, like, is anyone in a new relationship? And she's speaking to somebody and she gives us this beautiful Druism. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, Ooh, that's a very interesting time because you've been making investments. You're sitting on your eggs with your feathery bottom. <laughs> You're like, where does this hatch and go? <laughs> Feathery bottom just did it for me. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, what's what's the whole line? Like <laughs> you're sitting on your eggs with your feathery bottom. And I think one of the parts that it makes it really funny is her little like motions with her hand. Oh yeah. Like, like she's, she's actually acting sitting. like a little chicken. Yes. Yeah. It's very cute. So good. Thank you to the show. <laughs> so make sure you check that out. If you're not following that Instagram account, you should. I'm very should happy be. that there's some <laughs> Drew content coming out on that and the Drew Magazine one too. Like, yay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So have we got some new mail this week? <laughs> You've got mail. Yeah, new old. We're still catching up on all these oh, awesome reviews from uh, Apple Podcasts. I don't know why I always want to say Apple Podcasts. <laughs> you say Opal, I, know, I say exactly. Apple. <laughs> We're a little loop, loopy this time around. Oh my God, I can't focus. Okay. Yes. So this comes from the wonderful, her name is Katie. She's at Cosmico Cappy on Instagram. She has been a wonderful supporter of all the things we do. And she left us this review on Apple Podcasts. Hey, thank you, Katie. So she said, the original source of Drew Barrymore fandom and information. Love these two. Woo woo. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and yes, I think she's been following us like before we had the podcast and stuff, right? Yeah. Like she she had our Drewzium in her pocket for a while. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. That was very sweet. And if anybody else wants to get your review read on the show, just go leave it and we will read it. <laughs> Yes, we will. Okay, so I see that we've got something fun for the kind comments corner. So let me know what you pulled. Okay, so um, just came across this today because it just was posted yesterday. Um, a user on Instagram named Stargirl Mamo. She wrote this really awesome post. She apparently has been a big Drew fan for a super long time. And she was at a restaurant in New York last night. And Drew walked in to meet a friend for dinner and this sweet, lovely person was like crying and like so nervous, but didn't want to disturb her. But I guess her friend like really encouraged her to go over and talk to Drew in some way. And this is what she had to say. She said, Drew was everything I could have hoped. So, so kind and generous and the best hugger. She just shines with authenticity and kindness. I adore her and we'll be forever grateful for the few minutes we shared tonight. Thank you, Drew, for making my night and for being the wonderful human you are. Love it. I'm like, yeah, that sounds familiar. Oh, so sweet. Also just the best hugger. I knew you were going to call that part out. (laughs) Of course. I wanted to in the middle of it, but I was like, and get through this. (laughs) Just, she really is a great hugger. Like, oh yeah, and I know that maybe we've mentioned this before, but I'm known for my hugs as well. Yeah, you guys have that. 
when I hug her, like I'm like my match, like, and I'm not even like kidding. It's like this thing, like I embrace people and she embraces people. Like it's, uh, I'm so lucky like that we know that. I you know. know you guys definitely have hug fest when the two of you get together. <laughs> yes. And star girl Mamo, I'm so glad you shared this, Oh, but just know that we know how you feel. <laughs> yeah. And we'll share this adorable photo of them together on the episode page. So go check that out on how do you drew.com. She was wearing her kind of typical um oh yeah she's in her show disguise (laughs) the hat and glasses yeah I didn't even notice that she looks so cute I love it okay so this week in true history what do we have okay I went on a fun little adventure with this one can't wait (laughs) okay we are going back to August 12th 2007 And Drew was hanging out in Las Vegas, my town. And she was there with at least Chris Miller and Kent Cummings and an unknown other person. So I had all these photos and I could tell that she was with some Cirque du Soleil performers. Uh And I was like, oh, I should really find out like what show this is. Well, I happened to have a friend named Jordan who is in the Beatles love show. Mm -hmm. She's like a featured person in it. So it's pretty cool. And so I sent her these pictures and I said, hey, do you happen to know who these performers are or at least what the show is? And one of the people she identified and said, oh, this is love. Like this guy was originally this character in love and now he's like a big core choreographer for Cirque and yeah so I was like perfect that makes total sense like she loves the Beatles she loves Vegas I always knew at some point she must have gone to the show yes I think we were even like waiting for evidence yes Yes. (laughs) so uh and then I told Jordan I was like I wouldn't be surprised if she comes back and um whenever celebrities come to the show they always take a picture with Jordan because she's one of the like featured characters so I'm like I'm hoping I'm manifesting that you better let me know when she comes absolutely (laughs) So not only did Drew attend um, the show, I have in the notes that she was also at the nightclub Jet, which is in the Mirage, which is where Beatles Love is, Okay, makes sense. Yeah. But I don't see any photos of her there. So I don't know if this is like confusion because she had been photographed there a few months earlier in May with Cameron Diaz. Yeah. So I don't know if she actually went to that club, but they did go to a club called Crave. It was a gay club that was on the strip. It's no longer there. But yeah, she had quite the look on in these uh, <laughs> yes, photos. <she> did. <laughs> I can describe it a little bit. Yeah. So the hair, I was like, I was just trying to think of how to describe that. So if you have some idea, like it almost looks like Trojan helmet, like <laughs> in, a, in a kind of cool way. Oh, it's very cool. It's definitely not something she ever does. So it's it stands out as being unique. And it's really cute. And also she's got these like massive gold hoops. And then her outfit, the dress, looks like a <laughs> shiny like LeMay blue toga. And then yeah. she's got these black gloves that are like vinyl, like shiny, like latex vinyl gloves, bl- black. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think she's wearing that like a necklace with a heart, maybe a really small one. Mm-hmm. But then those bracelets. So she had worn similar bracelets, I think last year to an event and her stylist, Lee Harris, let us know that they were by the same designer as these ones that she'd worn. So she wore these originally to um, TRL when she was promoting music and lyrics the same year. So anyway, Lee let us know that they're by designer Patricia Von Musselin. Yes. So just fun to see them again. I forgot that she had worn them at this fun little night out in Vegas. Yes. And (laughs) her outfit's unique. It seems like she was having a good time. (laughs) Definitely not her normal look, but I love it. It's really fun. (laughs) Okay. I just got to say one more thing about it. It almost feels (laughs) like Drew as a kid dressing up. Oh my God. Totally. Actually, when I was looking at her hair, I was like, why does it, it reminds me of some photo shoot when she was little and they like piled her, the queen one, you know, where she's got that like queen gold lame thing. That's what it looks like. Yes. The hair has a similar pile on top feel. (laughs) Totally. This is You're going to need a comparison photo, I'm guessing. I mean, you know, I don't want to ask for it. I don't want to demand too much. Okay. So um, before we get to our weekly topic, what's new with Drew? Not much as usual in the summertime, but Mm -hmm. 
there have been some new beautiful furniture items that have been released in the past week. I want them. And you're going to get them, I bet. <laughs> um, so we now have the Drew chair in sage green, which I saw a clip of where Drew says that it's like almost like a neutral and a color at the same time. Yeah. Which it, it's very accurate. Totally. They have also released the Drew stowaway coffee table, which is really kind of like an ottoman, I guess. Yeah. So cute because there's storage in the middle of it and lots of fun photos of Drew inside of it. Yes. Um, And some videos on the page where she's like climbing in and out of it. (laughs) It's really fun. These were all done the same time as the Drew chair photo shoot back in February of this year. But it's fun that they released these now and we're getting to see them. Totally. And that they're like, it's kind of fun. Like what else are they going to trickle out as far as this like (laughs) furniture line comes? I know. I love it. Yeah. Really cute. Um, I might buy both and I will report to all of you if I do. (laughs) I just have one little complaint about these pieces. Let's hear it. I don't understand why... The signature, her name on the beautiful items is not actually her handwriting. I don't understand it. Like her stuff with Grove, they did her actual writing saying, you know, heart drew. Yeah. And for some reason, beautiful does not. And I think they think they're tricking us, but I am not fooled. Let's jump into our weekly topic or weekly interview. Our guest today dressed our girl Drew for three pivotal projects, the adorable 80s lady, Julia, in 1998's The Wedding Singer, the geek-to-chic Josie Geller in Never Been Kissed, and finally the flesh-eating Sheila of Santa Clarita Diet from 2017 to 2019. So pretty cool. I mean, this is stuff that we're really into. Yes. So we are thrilled have gotten to talk to iconic costume designer Mona May. You might also be familiar with some of her other work on films like Enchanted, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, and of course, Clueless. Like, hello? Hello! (laughs) So this is amazing, and we hope you all enjoy our chat. Hello! Hi there! I didn't know I get two beautiful ladies. (laughs) Two for the price of one. (laughs) Double trouble. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much for meeting up with us, Mona. Listen, I'm so happy to be here. I always love to talk about my work and the fabulous actresses I worked with. And, you know, Drew is one of the top favorites. So anytime, anytime. That's awesome. You've been on our guest wish list since we started a year ago. So this is really, really special and cool for us. The Wedding Singer is like the movie that started me just falling in love with her. So like, this is extra special because that's kind of where you started with her too. too. Yeah, I love that movie. I really do. Yeah. I mean, Never Been Kissed is maybe more closer to my heart just because what a journey she had. What a journey that I definitely craved with her uh, in that film. And that was really something special. I use that film a lot when I teach. Oh, that makes sense. So many different transformations as a character and who she is, who she becomes. And I really love that. You know, I, I, I mean, done so many female driven comedies, you know, and it's really I, I think I get extremely happy and uh, I think fulfilled when I get to tell the story. I mean, you know, like Enchanted, when the, a girl is going through something and then yes. finds herself, you know, through the process empowers herself and you know in the end is like I know who I am you know and I think Drew is really champion of that too I think you know Never Been Kissed was one of her first movies that she produced for flower films and uh, I think a lot of the films that she's been or you know produces I think have to do with that too you know I think she's a champion of of women absolutely and I think that's why we've connected to you know over the years and so many years because we've you know, we talk about it and, and uh, it's important, you know, how girls feel and who she is. She's really kind of exemplifies that as a person, yep. you know, to be yourself. You don't have to be size zero. You don't have to be this. You can be yourself. You can show yourself without makeup. I mean, you understand why we love her then. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I love her too. I mean, my God, you know, it's a love, love uh, kind of fest forever. And it, I think that you know, her show is so popular too, because it's so kind of emotional and, and, and uh, intense in a way, you know, where, where you can really relate to 
her getting into the people you know I mean I love I, you know it's so funny when they say oh she gets on her knees and I'm like <laughs> I don't know her I mean it when feels we are, like her <laughs> when we are in the fitting room you know she's on the floor my dog is there her dogs are there you know, and, and everybody's there and we're talking and, and and you know touching everything and I mean she's really one of the very few actresses I have to say that it's really in the process you know when we got I can't even believe it what I think it must have never been kissed. Uh, we went to Lawman's. Do you remember Lawman's in LA? Is it a department store? It was like a department store where they had they they brought stuff from other store, like designer things, kind of like very high end Marshalls or something. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, in a day, it was like in Beverly Center, and in a day, me and Drew went shopping together, and I mean, they were like communal fitting rooms you know this is before cell phones <laughs> yeah but, you know this is the person she is she'll get in there she will want to be part of the process you know the, the you know costume designing is such a very personal intimate process being with the actor you know trying the clothes on you know how does it feel how do you create this character uh and she's every step with 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 me as a designer, or any probably any designer that she works with, and that's really kind of cool. You know, a lot of people have their own personal issues, and you know they want to wear on the designer, and and she really, I mean, and that's what never been kissed. I think it's so beautiful because she just did whatever it took, wearing the white crazy boa. <laughs> yep. Yeah. In the, in the beginning, the cool odds, you know, I mean, all of that is just. <laughs> She's not Fabulous. afraid. She's not afraid she to like do what she needs to, to go do for, for the character. <laughs> yeah, she always says like it's like once you're embodying it, like that costume is part of the embodiment of the character. So she's like embodying it. It informs everything, you know, and informs I think for actors who they are, which is which is really you know it tells the story. I mean, I always say this to my students when you look at the frame when the actor comes out within seconds you know who they are before they even open their mouths and say the dialogue you know you really know by the clothes they were who they are what emotional state they are in you know and and that's what drew is very good too you know kind of the emotional states of the character and 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 you know the clothes have to be baggy at this moment or tight or you know what color are we using i mean i love the dress i designed for her at the end of never been kissed you know because it was just a special moment yeah she found it had the frill little neckline low neckline it was very grown up you know she finally became a woman yeah. She's ready for love. So it was such a special look for her. And, and it kind of summarized all of that that she's gone through through the film, you know, and in the end became herself. And, and absolutely. So, it, you know, it's it's those those are kind of those moments, I think, moments for costume designer to have with, with actors that are really, you know, you never forget it. You know, you really those are truly the the gems. Yes, there has been like that, you know, I think our relationship as tumultuous as we all have, you know, we, we love each other, we hate each other. Sometimes she's angry at me, I'm angry at her. And, <laughs> you know, why are you making you wear this or I don't want another thing. <laughs> you know? I've worked so many hours, uh, but I think we understand each other. So when she was doing Santa Clarita diet, it was so beautiful that she was able to bring me back. Yes. Someone that knows her very well. Someone that, you know, she was coming back from having the kids. It was kind of back into the industry. I think it was very kind of telling. I was very happy that, that, that you know, she brought me back because she trusted me. You know, she felt comfortable with me. She knew that I'll have her best interest. I'll look out for her. Uh, I'll be there for her every step. Yeah. So, and that was such a crazy show. I mean, it was so unpredictable. And I mean, we never knew what's going to happen in the next script and how many people she's going to eat or kill. <laughs> and bloody, bloody things I'm going to have to have on her, you know. Um, but it was a really fun journey. You know, we did three seasons of that show. I love that. It's a really show. fun show. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Wish we had more. <laughs> I, know. I know. And it was so fun again. You know, that was such a great example of of kind of, her finding herself you know like really empowered by eating the flesh human flesh and <laughs> strong from it and knowing what she wants and you know really in her costumes we showed that too you know from the beginning we had like maybe very cheap uh Calvin Klein suit from Macy's you know when she was the real estate girl to like you know Alexander McQueen suits you know the <laughs> $2,000 suits with the that just make her look that much more fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> comfortable in her skin. <laughs> yeah. You know, the Labotel boots and all the best and all the, all the fun stuff. And, uh, you know, there was a really great journey in that show and she was very involved. I mean, you know, she was producing it. 
uh, she was involved in the script. She was involved in casting, you know, and, and that's what I admire about her because I think she really grown up, you know, and, and really was able to use her intelligence and smarts and kind of, you know, take it to another level. It's not just the acting, you know, it's everything. It's, you know, I'm yeah. strong. I can empower a woman. I, you know, I mean, she has the eyeglasses. She has the makeup. She has the wine. <laughs> more wine you know, now, right. it's, now it's the home cookware, you know. An industry. <laughs> yeah. How can I bring my own interest in, like you said, her knowledge, like so many of these things, like the makeup, she's like, I've been in the makeup chair since I was a kid. Like I know so much about makeup. Yeah. Let's use it. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. but I think it's it's it it all comes and not comes from not kind of like you know I'm gonna make money. It really comes from a lot of interest and kind of yeah. you know, curious person. It's like you know how can I make this better or you know the, the cookware. Let's make it fun colors. I want to you know yeah. she's, she loves colors. I do. I think we connect that way too. And you know it, it's fun or the makeup. You know like. I want to make it easy for girls. I want to make it, you know, um, accessible. Uh, yeah. It's, it's at CVS, you know, so that's cool. I think it's it's not kind of, you know, the snobbish way and now it's going to be at Neiman Marcus and nobody can afford it. Yep. You know, she's girl's girl. She's every, every girl's girl. She's that accessible person. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you said that you connected on color because I definitely think of you both as such colorful people and that great <laughs> it definitely makes sense <laughs> colorful in every way personalities fun and you know silliness color you know true color colors color colorful uh but I think we both really love joie de vivre you know and kind of take things as they come and you know I've been through a lot of my life she's been probably even more than me you know as a, as a young person so but we both persevere you know we kind of know the business you know I came to this country when I was 17 from Europe you know I went to school and and kind of built my career by myself as well wow. um, you know we didn't have to rely on men in a sense you know we kind of were self-started woman and I think that that bonds us too and I think that's what she also is so uh, helpful to other women to see that that you can be mom that you can be a, you yeah. know actress and you can be everything and that's beautiful you know I think we need more of those role models that yes. you can you do it that from you know from ashes you know sphinx and you can come back and yeah and remake yourself you know to this and i mean i think the, the culmination who knows what that is after the tv show but right now i think the culmination is the tv show because it's so beautiful and how she was able to truly bring that all of that to so many people because tv is more than a movie so yeah really are in people's bedrooms or and she just gets to be her yeah I was just gonna say that <laughs> that's the other thing it's like she talked about kind of like she had to learn how to just be her because she'd been like an like acting Characters. as a character her yeah. whole life and now we get to see, and, and I feel like what the experience we're having as fans yeah. is like now everyone else is seeing what we see like <laughs> we're a little bit like this I mean we're like yes like see, right. now we all know that she's like as relatable and lovey lovey all of that yeah. stuff we're just yeah. like yeah she yeah. does get on her knees and talk to people when she wants to talk to them closely like that's her she's that interested I mean it's truly yeah. genuine I think and you know same when we have meetings production meetings you know she comes in her sweatpants and t-shirts and you know <laughs> no makeup whatsoever I mean you really <laughs> Oh my God, this is the movie star we all know. But she's there because she's she wants to know what's going on. You know what what are what are we doing? And she wants to keep it real too. Yeah. Yes, I think that's very much true. Yeah, but likes to dress up too. <laughs> we love that. We yes, love that. absolutely. She, you know, she knows what's cool, and she kind of you know she's. I mean, she's into the high fashion designers and all of that, but she also knows what works on her. You know, I mean, I kind of like what she chose for her show mm -hmm. and it kind of sticks to it. I think it's kind of cool. You know, it's feminine, masculine. I think yeah. it's, it's, it's really in and it's probably easy because it's kind of like a uniform a little bit. So you don't have to you know, worry about so much of it. What is it going to be? It's just kind of simplifies things. And the cool thing with that, and you you may have noticed this is like the show's seasons each have like a slightly different like costume theme almost. Like yeah, her like clothing have like slightly where you can almost tell like what season of her show it is based on what her clothes are. Like 
Yeah. Like last season was suits, suits, suits. <laughs> uh, I can't say I, I see so many of the shows. I travel a lot for work these days to Europe and her show is not in Europe, but yeah. what I've seen, I really enjoy. And, you know, I know uh, her style is very well. You know, he worked for me on this show oh. and he's, he's quite fabulous. So, you know, it, it, it's, it, again, it's nice that she has someone that she can trust around. Yeah. You know, and that's, I think, as a costume designer, that's the number one thing that important when you're working with, you know, with any movie star or any star, any actor. They don't have to be movie stars. It's really finding the trust between each other so they know that what I'm bringing and my ideas are really kind of, you know, true and come from the expression of what I think the character is and then, you know, letting them bring what they have to say. Yeah. Fitting room. So fitting room is really such a fun playground and I think you know you, you may have the script and the ideas and you know you do all kinds of research and books and make collages but not really till you get into the fitting room and you try things on and you know sometimes that that brown sweater that I put at the end of the rack like oh okay throw that in become <laughs> that piece kind of you know uh that makes everything right and to me it's, that's the, the most fun uh I think in my process where I really can create that, give that to the actor, you know, mm -hmm. to really help them. Because really, when they come out of my room, they have to feel 100% the character. You know, when they walk yeah. on the set, feel 100%. You know, if something is itching them or I talk them into something they don't like, I, I didn't do my job. You know, I, I need to give them to the director in the perfect package. <laughs> like ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. Well, whatever it is. Could be tattered clothes and could be, you know, homeless clothes, whatever it is. It could be glamour, but it is what it needs to be as the character. And you know. You need to dress them up like a Barbie doll and go, here you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but not necessarily Barbie doll, you know. I mean, <laughs> whatever that essence is. And, yeah. and sometimes it's you know, it takes a minute and and in, you know, I, I've been so lucky that to, to do these kind of journeys, you know, I mean, even clueless when you have, you know, three girls and Alicia Silverstone has 60 changes, you know, I mean, weddings, oh she had like 40 changes. I mean, oh I've never been kissed. I haven't counted, but probably close to 60 or something. I mean, that was pretty intense. So, you know, it's a, it's an intense process. I mean, when you have that much to do that, that much to tell, and you can't, miss a beat you have to know when and how and what's the color story what's the emotional place you know what's the outdoor space what's the indoor space how does it play mm. who are the players in the room what are they wearing I mean it was interesting on a Santa Clarita diet you know I had to always set her look and she was so busy you know in every scene and I'm like Drew I need you for a fitting I need to know what you're wearing because I have to buy eight of it and then set everybody else around <laughs> you. I can't dress anybody before I know what you're wearing and what color you're wearing Wow. But it was fun. You know, I mean, she's like, we, we did the bo big bold earrings, which she now kind of continued to wear on her yeah. diet. It was fun. You know, she'll be the one who's like, some was something laying in the corner. She's like, oh, what's that? That's cool. You know, I like these glasses or whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's really uninhibited. Maybe there's something about her that's very uninhibited and, and open. Oh, that makes sense. Definitely. Um, and, I, and I think that more and more, she's more who she is growing up to be as a woman. I think it's mm -hmm. more open, you know, her yeah. heart, I think her heart is maybe more open. That's what it is. You know, it's like, she's softer, doesn't have to be so guarded, you know, and I think it shows if she does another film, I think it will show, I think there's a lot of change, beautiful change in her. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Can we go to the wedding singer? Sure. that's when you guys first met is that correct correct yes and did you feel that sort of collaborative energy right away with her absolutely absolutely yeah I mean you know I'm I'm super fun in the fittings and I'm I have fun personality so it was you know I always create a fun room and fun environment and I think when she she entered that space she knew that it was a playful time to to oh. have and you know, it was an interesting character. We we had to kind of, you know, look at her. Who is she? And, you know, I, I, I in one of your questions, you said, you know, that maybe we wanted to go somewhat masculine on her. Maybe there were conversation about it, but I think, you know, she had to be kind of the heart of the film. Yeah, well, she definitely is. <laughs> it, maybe even it was not obvious in the beginning because she kind of chooses this guy, but you always knew that 
you know, she's this really sensitive person and, and how she gravitated to the Adam Sandler character and what was mm-hmm. love about, you know. Uh, I mean, it's such a charming film, you know. I mean, I think that I miss the 90s kind of love, rom-coms, comedies, because it, there was innocence to it, you know. And I think that's what we brought with her character and her look, you know, it was kind of the old granny dresses, the boots. Uh, you know, she wore the boots, little cardigans. She's got um, such cute style. Oh, it's so, I everything you're saying, I'm like visualizing them all, love them all. <laughs> it couldn't be fussy. It, she was not a fussy person. You know, I think she had to work and she had to be the waitress and, you know, she really, you know, didn't spend time on her, you know, mm-hmm. more interested in people and stuff. So She has definitely said that about that character, that she's just an easy, she's just easy. So that yeah. totally tracks. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Effortless, you know, effortless. And you know how it is when we wear dresses. We love wearing dresses as girls. It's just, yep. <laughs> you know, you know. I love your necklace, which reminds me a little bit of the necklace that Drew wear in the show. Intentional. That's why I bought it. (laughs) I've had this for years, probably 20 years or something. And right before this, I was like, I need a necklace. How about the one that is like Julia's? Perfect. I'm so glad that you noticed it. Like I It's beautiful right away. (laughs) Julia Gulia. It's very interesting to me that that like that's you know something she wears throughout the whole film and I think sometimes that's unusual right to that you reuse a piece throughout so. and um there's also I I just have to mention I love her denim jacket with like the butterfly patches yes. that shows up a couple times was that just something you guys felt because she was such an easy you know easygoing simple character that she wouldn't have a bunch of changes Exactly. And I really feel like that sometimes, you know, unless the film calls for it, like Clueless or Never Been Kissed, I think it's good to repeat. I mean, I wear so many things that are my things. Yep. Yeah, go to. You know, the purse, it's not like we're always changing everything. And I think that that brought her to be more authentic. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. That was really important, you know, to me and her as well. It's like, you know, sometimes I even want to repeat the dresses, but in the movies, you kind of have to, you know enchant the audience with more fashion <laughs> you know unless somebody is very depressed and that you know they wouldn't change the you know change the clothes but yeah I think there was very intentional the the jacket the, the necklace also the boots she never kind of she always wore the same boots you know I, I don't even know if she had any jewelry I don't think any anything else really uh she was a simple girl you know didn't have a lot of money uh, we all know remember when we were starting out and we, you know I mean I remember you know in the 80s <laughs> yeah. I was thrift store shopping constantly wearing you know yeah. all these jackets and now it's hard to find the cool stuff anymore you know it's like the 80s I know. <laughs> the 90s they are like come on that's not even vintage yeah. I know. the 80s I know. 90s like that was just the other day <laughs> um one other thing I'm curious about like with the wedding singer so obviously you had already done clueless so you had like you know, established yourself. But do you remember like how you landed the job at The Wedding Singer? I mean, I interviewed with Frank Karachi, the director. So they must have found me. But you were kind of maybe sought out because of your work. I think so. I think so. You know, and Adam Sandler does the comedy. So, you know, it was a great fit. Yep. And, uh, you know, I've worked with with Frank Karachi on a couple of films and we're about to do another one once the strike is over. Yeah. that's so funny we were just saying when we do because he's been very friendly with us as well online and I was like when we do our wedding singer episode we got to reach out and see yeah. if he'll talk to us <laughs> he's, he's fabulous and he'll have so many stories you know oh I bet <laughs> but yeah I mean it was a great fit you know and it was great to meet Adam too you know I've done several movies for him oh cool um, yeah it, it it was nice and you know it just started these relationships with, with for so many years, you know, and that's so what's so wonderful. I mean, that's kind of how the business works in a way when you really find these connections, you know, kind of creative connections. It's nice to have that because it's like a shorthand. You know? Absolutely. I mean, you already know, like you said, you can trust this person, right? Yeah. She brought you back knowing she could trust you. Relatedly, was the decision to hire you for Never Been Kissed partially Drew's decision because you had worked on Never Been Kissed? It was Drew's decision. She, she wrote me a letter. She wrote me a beautiful letter on a on a beautiful stationery with a blue sky, and then she put a you know pressed uh, daisy in the in the letter somewhere in my. I even have. Oh my god! Oh my god, Mona, that's like the type of thing we live for. These details. 
Yeah, and it was beautiful. Oh, I love that she wrote you a letter. That feels so her. Yeah. Yeah, we just did an episode about her and Adam Sandler, and she wrote him a letter when they wanted to do 50 First Dates, and she like did oh. it on her typewriter and hand-delivered it. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, that's so that's very her. You know, it's very thoughtful. Yeah, so it was a beautiful. I was super happy because, you know, it was their first film for Flower Films, and I was super happy to be part of it, you know, to kind of start the, the girl's journey, Nancy Javonin and her, you know, yeah. it was amazing to support that, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And it was such a great script. I mean, it was such a fabulous script. I really, you know, from a costume standpoint, it was just such a fun journey to to tell. I mean, just, you know, and with her, because it was just, I knew that we can just go crazy and have fun. You know, I mean, like I said, from the crazy little, you know, culottes in the beginning and the sad look. (laughs) To the crazy dress I designed when she eats the brownie and, you know. And you know, Anne likes that dress. I do like that dress. <laughs> yeah, we did an episode on Never Been Kissed, and she's like, I just really like that dress. <laughs> I'd wear it. I designed it. The wolf came over me, but I designed it. We made it for Drew. It just, I don't know, it just seems super fun. It and- works for like that point in the movie. She's just like, what's cool? What's gonna, like- yeah. yeah. <laughs> What am I wearing to the club? Yeah, she's got like the white go-go boots on at that point. Yeah. Like it's so good. And I, I mean, I don't remember, but could, that could have been even Drew. There were probably like 20 pair of shoes and she probably was like, ah, I want the white boots. You know? <laughs> Knowing her. Howdy, Howdy Drewbies. We want to tell you about our sponsor, Positive Medium. We've actually been clients of theirs for at least 10 years, and they take care of all of our website needs for thedrewzam.com. They offer custom web design and professional coding, search engine optimization, marketing, and hosting. So we've been hosted by them, but we've also been able to take advantage of a lot of their expertise in these other areas as well. Absolutely. So customer service is the biggest draw for us with this company. They have saved our site literally from obliteration (laughs) quite a few times, but then they also help us with minor issues in just like literally a matter of minutes. So if we have like a coding question or just like something on the back end we can't figure out, we reach out to them and we get an answer back and the issue is solved within moments. We're so excited that Positive Medium is allowing us to offer our listeners 25% off managed WordPress hosting plans using our promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, of course. Um, And if you want to take advantage of this, visit positivemedium.com. We really, really vouch for these people. They've been so great to us and will continue to be great to us, I I can only imagine. (laughs) I mean, they're great by offering this to our listeners. So take advantage. Again, it's promo code DREW, of course. We talked to Kim Green, makeup artist Kim Green, last year, and she told us for Never Been Kissed, it was like you, her, Drew, and Barbara Olvera, and you guys just like, let's sit down and figure this all out. We had to. I mean, this was like make it or break it. If we didn't, you know, we're in complete cahoots of every little moment, it just would not work. You know, I mean, the hair had to go. And there was just so many different transformations, you know, to all the way to the end, you know, from kind of the dowdy to the crazy to you know then being more and more kind of true to herself and sophisticated to the end Mm -hmm. you know really really becoming herself you know did you have a a particular outfit that you loved kind of helping her put together whether it's one of like the kind of goofier (laughs) misguided ones or the goofier misguided guys were so much fun. I mean, it was like, oh, I mean, that lemon purse too. It was like, oh, that purse, that purse is iconic. <laughs> I will bring everything to the fitting. You know, I, I'm like, okay, let's play. And then I'll see what they gravitate to, what actors kind of gravitate to, you know, and we try different things. And it's like, I mean, I love those moments, you know. It's- I had to guess. It was so fun. Like oh. walking into that room with just a bunch of kooky stuff. <laughs> and it's like, you know, $5.99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like the culottes in the beginning. I love them. I mean, that whole horrible kind of mauve pink color was just awful, but perfect. Well, and Kim was telling us hilarious stuff about like, she wanted to do really like bad stuff with the makeup. And they're like, that's a little too far. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 like she yeah. wanted to make her whole face like the different color oh, yeah, than her right. neck. Orange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like, this is good. And I know Drew wanted to play. Like I've, when she talked about it, she's just like, 
I wanted to get as ugly as I needed to get to yeah, be Josie Grossi. Yeah. And then, you know. Did. I mean, Josie Grossi in the outfit, in the pink dress, it doesn't get kind of worse than that. That was, again, <laughs> that, that dress was crazy. It was just like the most hideous thing we, we could make. And she loved it. And, you know, I made it out of that specific material so we could wipe off the eggs. Ah, okay, Mona. I don't know if you know this, but I have one of the dresses. Oh. I why didn't I get it? Let me go grab it real quick. And it's one of the prize pieces in our museum. It's because it's just such an iconic piece. Here we go. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen. This. I don't oh. even remember what auction I got this from. It even has the egg, and I don't know how many you made, but. <laughs> I think like three or four, probably. Okay. Sure, you know, like wow. Yeah, it's really hideous. crazy to see in person. So good. It's so hideous. <laughs> it's so perfect. It's funny. It's a lot lighter than it appears in the movie. Like it's kind of got more of a like hot pink color in the movie, but you know, lighting yeah. and all that. But yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I yeah, the seen. sleeves are just gigantic. You can't really tell in the bag, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so fun to make this stuff. Like, you know, you draw a picture and then you have everybody approve it and not till you have it on the actor, you're like. <laughs> and then he has the braces and then the hair. It was like, okay, Drew, go, Drew. Go, Drew. <laughs> Once again, though, iconic. And I think that dress oh. is something that like really makes it because it's like that shiny, like, <laughs> it's just it's so good. Well, and it's still being, I mean, they did a recreation of it just for the yes. MTV Movie Awards. It's like everybody knows yeah. that look. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky that way. You know, it's like the Romeo and Michelle and this and the, you know. I think it's more than luck. I think it's skill. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know what you're doing. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's all very intuitive for me. It's all very intuitive. It's like I said, you know, the, one thing is the page and one thing is, you know, bringing all the pieces together, but it's really the play. It's really that moment. Mm -hmm. Figuring the pieces and what is the emotional thing that's going to bring the right to the character, you know, and that's to me is fun. And I'm very open and fluid. You know, I kind of have an idea and then I know what I want, but I let it kind of formulate itself. And I think that's kind of the skill too that, you know, maybe a lot of people are more too tight about it or they want it a certain way or whatever and I think that you know you do have to rein things in mm -hmm. you know like with hair and makeup you can't get crazy and then everything is crazy and you know it has to be to a point authentic and relatable where people believe it you know because otherwise you you're not interested mm -hmm. you know you don't want to watch this this character and I think a lot of movies nowadays are like this you kind of don't get into the essence of the person like we did in the 90s you know like how how kind of beloved the characters became because you 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 knew them you know yeah who she is I feel that I felt that like that too I mean even in Clueless you know it was so easy to make the girls snooty models <laughs> rich girls walking around but you know they were I had to translate the fashion into the characters of the high school girls you know so they were real you know same with Drew it's like you know who is she she's this you know never been kissed she's this kind of older girl working in the newspaper <laughs> but then you know she finds her youthfulness and her heart and you know how do you kind of manage all of that to really reveal itself slowly in a fun way yes yeah. I think that fun part of it is sort of the hyper real you know the, so there's like the real and then there's the hyper real and then when you have these like extremely bright colors and things like that that pop off the screen it's sort of yeah. like there's a an interest while also like telling you something about the character so there's like this hyper real thing I think right. which is kind of in that movie I think was very juvenile you know so it kind of became like you know she was trying to dumb herself down to the to the to the high schoolers you know yep um, but talking about it's so funny and never been kissed I want to post something on my Instagram because I did the remember the Barbies oh yeah 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 <laughs> and I just to see the Barbie I'm like I need to post this <laughs> like I did Barbie at times three <laughs> Maybe you guys can help me. I'm trying to find a photo of the Barbies online and I can't find it. Oh, so, we could probably help you. I'm sure yeah, we have something like yeah. that in our files. We have so much stuff. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> oh, please, because, because I, I just loved it. I loved the Barbie film. And I was like, you know what? I did my Barbies too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just saw it. And I definitely thought of you. Like, I, I feel like your influence was in there for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was a, such a good film. I was like, 
so blown away. There were some even outfits that Cher wore. Like there was an eyelid top, white eyelid top. And then I saw Margot Robbie wore like a Clueless inspired outfit on the press tour. Did you? I'm sure you got tagged in that. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> so it's good. I mean, you know what? It's flattering. It's kind of, you know, Clueless, it's something that it's referenced to as, as you know, as a fashion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, I, I'm super proud of that, that I was able to create something that lived for generations. I mean, oh, yeah. I My daughter, she's 13 and she oh. loved it. Loved it. But we should stay in touch because I'm doing, uh, I'm starting to do like art camps and stuff like this for girls. I just did it. Oh, uh, how cool. Nine year olds. And so I'm thinking about going online as well. So just keep in touch because that's. Yeah. Oh, she would love, she's very artistic. So she would love yeah, that. And then we could do some fun stuff. You know, the girls were like hand sewing and stitching. And then we made scrunchies and things and we did fashion shows. So it was fun. really fun. Amazing. <laughs> really, you know, I, I want to teach and give back. Kind of that's my next round of things. Yeah. To do. Like, you know, uh, it's so, it's so sweet to, you know, inspire the girls, the young girls and, and have them. I don't know. It, it's so important, I think, nowadays to get away from the phones and do something oh, yeah. with your hands. Yeah, really. something tangible. And delightful and something where you get lost for hours. I mean, they they were here, you know, four or five hours a day and they would just nonstop and we'd play Taylor Swift and, you know, they would go home just like full of life. Because it's like expressing themselves all day. That's lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mona school for creativity. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> that is so cool. Okay. So I'm um, jumping into Santa Clarita diet a little bit. So you mentioned that, you know, of course that was your kind of reuniting with Drew after all those years, how fun was it to reunite for Santa Clarita diet after so many years? It was amazing because we both kind of grew up a little bit, you know, oh. we, we both were a little older and I mean, she already had, she now had the kids, you know, so we were like, we were ladies. I mean, not older, <laughs> but you know, we we're not the teen kind of running around the Hollywood girls, you know. So it was really fun to see each other and kind of be like, "Wow, how you've been? You know, what's been going on in your life?" And and uh, you know, maybe a little more mature in a way. And and you know, I really loved that she was a producer on this show, and um, it, she chose this kind of a very weird show, which was cool, and you know, jumped into it head straight. In, you know of course uh, <laughs> she was she was ready for it I think <laughs> yeah and, and I was really grateful to be there for her because it was kind of an important moment for her mm-hmm. in her life you know I think she had the kids she hasn't worked for a while you know how do you get back on your on your kind of creative feet and yeah. uh, I was able to kind of be there right with her and that that meant a lot you know that that uh, I was called I remember being excited when we saw your name was involved. It's like, yeah, yes, like anytime she works with people for, again, it's always just like a good feeling like, oh, we yeah. know that's going to be like a little family reunion yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I think that it's nice when you bring the talent that you know is going to work with you so closely and kind of intimately and listen to you and you know, it's about the confidence, giving someone confidence. And I was able to give her the confidence, you know, in the fitting room and in the in the process uh, of finding the character too, you know, and then kind of going from the different seasons too, which was interesting, what was happening to, to the character and, uh, you know, having the kids there and, you know, Chris was there and, you know, the dogs were there, <laughs> baby dogs in my room all the time. And, you know- The whole uh, family was there. <laughs> lots of laughs you know in her trailer and you know um, it's a it's a very family moment you know and when you are with her I mean she's very inclusive of everybody you know it's just kind of you know to everyone I mean even the PA girls in the in the room you know very sharing and there was always some kind of a coffee truck or you know really fun things to eat at the end of the week and you know, we were working in Santa Clarita, which is like 115. And, you know, it was an easy, it was an easy location for anybody. It was a drive to for most people because it's a little bit outside of LA. So I think she appreciated and, and showed the appreciations to everybody, you know, which is nice. Yep. I mean, you don't have to do it. We did hear, I, I met somebody who was like, oh yeah. Then she brought a sushi truck one day. Like someone that worked yeah. on the set was like, she was so generous yeah. with everybody. Yeah. We hear it all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, like that a- sounds like Drew. Yeah. <laughs> 
like the same stories. Like, yep, consistent. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anna and I were chatting before we talked to you about how Sheila sort of goes through an evolution with her confidence and her comfort the way that Josie does. Was that something you and Drew kind of like noticed? Oh, uh, we planned it. Okay. Yeah, we absolutely planned it. I mean, that's why, you know, it was interesting when when we did the first fitting, I flew to New York and with like 11 giant duffel bags of clothes. <laughs> and, you know, we want to make sure that it, it, it wasn't cool right away, you know? So it was important that she kind of, you know, the stiff was kind of ill-fitting, the skirt was a little too long, you know, the shoes were just kind of like, you know, a stewardess pump, <laughs> uh, you know, and no fancy jewelry or anything. I think her hair wasn't really, really, you know, again, working with the hair and makeup people, making sure that everything kind of, you know, matches yeah. and progresses together. And then I think when, when everything starts happening and it's that moment for her, it's like, I feel good, you know? Yeah. And she uh, looks good. <laughs> I want to buy a better clothes and better car. Yeah. And, you know, that's when we were able to kind of from that kind of a lower point to bring it up, you know, and as, you know, she got stronger, the clothes became a little bit more fitting and mm-hmm. well-fitting. You know, there was more color and there was more uh, high-end designer stuff. And, and it's it sort of, I just had a realization and maybe this is like, I don't know. She drew as a person was also like, you kind of said she was kind of like easing her way back into like working. So it's sort of like herself too, like Drew and Sheila both gained this confidence. I mean, I think she kind of talked about that, but she was like inspired by Sheila. Um, You know, like. I think so. I think so. I think it was, it was, you know, to a point. I mean, we were really spending some good money in the third season. It was fun. I mean, we got some great shoes and great boots and, you know, Labouton, like I said, my, uh, you know, Alexander McQueen suits and beautiful things and vintage belts and beautiful jewelry. You know, she loves all kinds of vintage stuff like Southwestern and, you know, yeah. beautiful uh, turquoise stuff and bracelets and things. And, you know, sometimes we couldn't do it if it was a double. I'm like, Drew, we can't do it. We need a double. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just going to pick it up and give it to the stunt girl. I'm like, oh, my God. And I had to paint with a toothbrush, you know, the blood. <laughs> we have noticed, by the way, that she seems to still wear some of the, like, the high black boots yes. that she got. Yeah. Yes. for Sheila yeah, she and whenever she wears them it's like Sheila boots like they're so like yeah. identical. <laughs> they're so like you notice them right away that's like the first time we've seen her wear boots that were like from a set too like she had some what Charlie's Angels boots actually. yeah Charlie's Angels ones yep. yeah <laughs> yeah but she like wore for years like because I'm mm-hmm. sure they were like you know made for Probably her made her feel great yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> comfortable you know and, I, and I'm sure I haven't been to her new house in New York I mean I she sold the house in LA but you know she used to have this giant closet with all the you know here's the sweatpants and all the stuff she wears and then you have the whole like you know designer section yep oh my god how fun she loves to play <laughs> as you've been saying like you know even if she is that real like you know have her she has her feet on the ground she's down to earth but then she still likes to do the real fun play with fashion so you've been able to yeah, she can glam up well yep oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's an understatement <laughs> you know that I, I love that she's always stays very feminine no matter what I mean even in her masculine style she's always very feminine you know the hair is always very feminine there you know there's jewelry and you know there's always the lipstick and and uh, I think it's important, you know, I think for girls out there who love her and, you know, for the audience, of, especially of the show, it's like good to see it. We need to see it. We need to see the playfulness. You know, there's a lot of hard shit going on in this world. No kidding. Not right now, but <clears throat> all of us. And I think we need that breath of fresh air. Yep. And inspire the girls. You know, that's what I try to do in my work. I really, really, it's my goal when I do, you know, my projects to inspire, to have fun, to, you know, open up that little part of you that's this little girl and and can have fun and that's why I think I love working with the young girls you know too because it's so playful it's so kind of like you know it's optimistic it's it's free uh you know there's no pretension in any of that and I think that's what's so beautiful I think if we can bring more of that into life and to all of us you know and I think she's one of those girls that does that you know and that's that will always be charming. And I think that's why I'll always love her forever. And, you know, even if I'm 80, whatever, and if she calls me, I'll still be like, all right, Drew, let's do it. <laughs> I love that. What a beautiful way to put it. Right? All right, right, Drew, right. we can get it together for you. Yeah. 
I'm a little crickety, but hey, <laughs> I'm wearing my cool glasses. You'll still look there. cool. I am sure. I can, of it. I can like picture yeah. it. Like maybe but your I'm hair will be it. white, but you'll like still have the pizzazz. All right, hot or something. I don't know. Yeah, no kidding. There's always the sick as a must, you know. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Mona, we really appreciate your time. We don't want to take up any more. Is there any other like stories about Drew that you want to share or like just experiences or memories? Just good memories, you know, really, really good memories from the beginning till, you know, the last job we did is just really beautiful times and just a lot of laughs. And, you know, it's like being tickled by someone, you know, when you're just <laughs> happy when you see them and, you know, they're happy when, when, when they see you and, and I'm just really, really glad that uh, everything is so wonderful for her. You know, just really, I think she's just such a great mom and she loves her girls and it's a beautiful thing to have family for her. And, uh, you know, that makes me really happy. I mean, the, the costume journeys are a whole another thing, which is great. But I think as a human, that's even, you know, more important. And it's wow. been delightful to be with you, ladies, and uh, you know, stay in touch anytime. And we'll of course tell everybody to follow you on Instagram at it's Mona May. We'll set, have a link in the episode page too. Beautiful. It's a treasure trove. It's a great account to follow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank All you the best. So much. Thank you so yeah. much, Mona. We really appreciate yeah. it. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Sure. Thanks. Bye. Okay, so how fun was that? <laughs> Oh, amazing. I'm still like so honored that we got to do that. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much, Mona. If you want to follow her online, make sure you go to at it's Mona May. And I just have to say, like, I can't get over thinking about the letter she wrote to Mona oh my God. to bring her back for never in kissed <laughs> and the like pressed flower. Like, if she ever oh, shows yeah. us that, like, oh. We both had a like visceral reaction to that part. In fact, if you guys want to see us reacting to that and the whole conversation, uh, we're going to put this entire thing unedited on our YouTube page. Mm -hmm. uh, we've hardly ever used it. <laughs> and we will, of course, put the link on the episode page as usual. So we are on YouTube at How Do You Drew Pod as well as all of our other places. That's so beautiful. go check it out. Yeah. It was a wonderful interview and we had so much fun. Yes, we did. And we hope to have her back on future episodes just for fun. She was such a fun guest. We had so much fun. All right. Thanks you guys so much for tuning in and enjoying that spectacular, wonderful guest. We would appreciate if you could rate, review, subscribe, da, da, da. You guys know the drill. Go do it. Yep. <laughs> you can come follow us on Instagram at how do you drew pod. That's where we share all kinds of things related to the podcast. And then you can also follow our other account at Drewzeum for all kinds of Drew news, old stuff, great stuff from our collections, all that jazz. Yep. Do it. I mean, if you're listening to this, how are you not following us on Instagram? Go do it. <laughs> you probably are. You probably are. <laughs> but you know what? Tell your friends. <laughs> all right. So also visit our website at howdoyoudrew.com. We'll have a lots of fun, um, cool visuals for this episode. So make oh, sure you go yeah. check out the episode page for this episode and all of our previous ones. We always post really fun, like possibly rare pictures and stuff of Drew and check it out. Send listener mail to howdoyoudrewpod at gmail.com. And my question to take this out is what's your favorite costume that Mona May designed? That. Or a Drew movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's so hard. Hmm. Oh my God. You know, because you just found this incredible sketch of her wedding dress from the wedding singer Aww. that's in my head right now. I just, I've always really liked it. I think it's like simple and beautiful. And for the eighties, it's like, it's authentic, but not like the ridiculous yeah. big puffy sleeves <laughs> and crazy that some of the eighties wedding dresses were. Yes. So that's my, just like off the top of my head. That's my answer. Okay. That's, I mean, this was a surprise. So I'm just going to say the thing that's coming to mind right now, just because I was just looking at a picture of it, but also it's just, just like you, um, is when Julia in the wedding singer goes to give Robbie the music. Um, yeah. I don't remember a lot about it except for she's got the boots, which Mona May points out are like one of the iconic items in the movie. And it made me appreciate them more. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then she's got this necklace <laughs> in that scene. Of course. The necklace. <laughs> 
We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for tuning in for this very special episode. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. This episode of the How Do You Drew podcast was researched and produced by Ashley and Anne from thedrewseum.com with help from our sponsor, Positive Medium. Special thanks to Matt Costa for our lovely theme song, Roxy Prima for our adorable logo, and last but not least, Drew Barrymore and all the Drewbies who love her. We do this for you. Thank, Thank you. you.